0: With life throwing everything that it does at you in such a frequency that can just almost completely fry you to pieces, how do you gain control of your mind? If you're wanting to start trying to change how you look at the world, how do you change the root of though all the emotions that you're feeling, which is your thoughts. How do you get a hold of your mind so that you can start controlling the thoughts that control your emotions, that control your actions, that control your results? We're going to be talking about that this week in episode 187 of the Relaxed Mail. This is the Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week, helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello, and welcome to Relaxed Male. I am your host, Brian, and I am a certified men's coach that assists men who are just Nick deep in the suffering of their life. Men who are going through things like a divorce. Men who are just going through day-to-day struggles. And life, yeah, it comes at us fast. And it sometimes we get so overwhelmed that we do not know what to do next. And I help these men get to the root of their suffering, help them step back and relax so they can actually enjoy life. And each week we look at what it takes to change how men look at What their life is about and help them to become better, stronger, more successful on the other side of whatever obstacle it is that's in their way. We do all of this without playing the victim and I welcome you to the show. I'm glad that you are able to make it and we are doing some, doing some wondrous things, man. We are just keep, we keep growing. We're getting up bigger and better and faster and quicker and all that other stuff. And today I wanted to talk about (laughs) how to properly feed your soul or not feed your soul. That's next week. (laughs) I hit the wrong button. (laughs) Oh, we're starting off. Awesome. So how do you, so it's like something like that. How do you gain control of your mind? How do we, how can I, Go off, screw up something like that. Talk about what we're going to be is going to be in episode 188 and not just completely lose my mind. How could I not just go, Oh my God, and just shut everything down, turn it off, delete that, start again? Well, how do you get the control? How do you, how are you able to control your mind that way? And really, it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. You just have to learn how to pay attention to what it is that you're thinking about and so that's what we're gonna look at this week but before we jump into that i want to say thank you hello welcome to all you new guys here man we are growing we're getting bigger and it's just amazing to see the the stats show that we're still going up and to the right i figured somewhere along the way i'd hit a plateau or i'd lose everybody and yeah we lost a little somebody some folks during the summertime and we're we're just almost halfway through the summer now and so it we're we're not as high as we were in May but that's that that's cool that's fine it's nothing to be sweating about cuz we're still getting out there i am getting i'm starting to hear from from guys i'm starting to get some some new new insight on on how everybody else is taking the show and so i've actually have even got a couple guys and one guy who is, his name is wisdom bassy man he this dude is just everywhere on my side he is just bouncing around everywhere and i i i just i uh, see him talking on and doing stuff and he is just he's out there he's hustling and i love the fact that this guy is just on fire for what he is what he wants to do and he's he's a great guy got had a chance to talk to him pretty much all this week he has done a uh, done a number on just going through and picking my website apart and he has found a lot of stuff that is just either broken or has got some some bolts that are loose and it's not functioning the way that it's supposed to and so he's really keeping me on my toes and I, I am forever grateful for the fact that he is doing that and if and he is, he's doing some, doing some great and wonderful things. So if you're, if you're over on LinkedIn, go look up wisdom Bassi and see what, and see what he is doing with, uh, with his life and with what his, his calling and all that is. So I just wanted to give him a quick little shout out, but also, um, because I am starting to get a lot more attention, I'm also bringing up my, my email again, I'm going to start uh, putting out an email on a weekly basis. And this is, it's not going to be the same as type of every uh, once a week type of email of, Hey, this is my stuff. Buy this stuff. There will be those, those emails in there. And, but there's also just going to be a message that kind of overarchs the whole theme that we're going to have for each week and it's going to be there to just again help you to set your mind for for the week and just something to really kind of give you something to ponder on something for you to think about and ha- for us to have a discussion so as the as the weeks go through the, and the and the the thoughts really kind of start coalescing you're going to start really seeing some great conversations coming out of here. And I hope that you jump join us for those particular topics. So let's, let's start with a scenario because you know, scenarios are fun. <laughs> and so how do we hand gain control of our mind? Say your, our wife has been on a emotional roller coaster ride. There's times that she is loving. She's caring and then. Almost like she's almost manic depressive. She is bipolar. You know, one moment she's just high as a kite. She's not high, you know, you know, not drug style high, but she is emotionally, you know, high. She's high energy, high, uh, high on life, just having a good time. She's laughing. She's doing stuff. And then the next moment she is either angry and she's wanting to blame you for all her troubles or she is just she's in a, just in a bog of worry and, and, or she's just, she's got all all these different range of emotions. I mean, she's maybe happy, sad, elated, and then she's depressed. And then she's, she's nervous and worrisome and filled with anxiety. And then she's got, you know, she's back over to being happy, followed by being sad, followed by being, you know, whatever, you know, And we're, us poor guys, we're standing back there going, dude, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And this gets real bad when if you're, you end up having a wife who is either a had a hysterectomy or is at the, uh, around 45, 50, 55 years old when she starts hitting what they affectionately like to call the change, which is menopause. And it's not just in these things. There's also, you know, women go through and have, uh, hormonal imbalances and things like that. And there's other women who are just stuck in their mind. And when you see them running around and their, their emotions are just all over the place, that causes our emotions to kind of be all over the place, but not because of the a direct effect on them. It causes us to have the emotions that we feel. Because we have thoughts about what it is that she's, is going on in her life. We care about our wife. We care about our kids. We care about those around us. And when someone is happy and, and, and in a good mood, you know, it's a lot easier to handle than when we are having a, a wife who is just angry at us and we're sitting there going, You know, they always, there's that common joke, you know, behind every, uh, behind every, uh, woman is a man wondering what he did to piss her off, you know, or or something like that. Uh, I used to always use the joke as I've got the most even tempered wife in all the world. She's mad all the time. (laughs) So we have these, we, we go off and we will irritate our wives in some weird fashion or another. And a lot of times we are completely oblivious to it. But when she, she finally has had enough and she blows her top and she yells at us and she is just sitting there giving us the cold shoulder and she's not talking to us at all. There's all sorts of ways she likes to convey to us that she is not happy with whatever it is we've done that we don't know what it is we did. Um And so we start really getting anxious. We start having these, this anxious attachment or, or, other types of attachment styles really creeping up. And we start having thoughts of what is what, Oh great. What I do, what is this? And we start wondering and worrying about how did we get her? What did we do to hack her off? Is she always just going to be pissed off like this all the time? You know, especially if you're a brand new married guy and the first time you've pissed her off. And it seems like it's such for a very inconsequential item. <laughs> Welcome to the club, man. You're going to be there. You're going to wonder what in the world you've done. And you're not going to have a clue until you somehow find a way to pry it out of her. And there's a lot of times they're not going to tell you. That is their way of wanting to try to punish you. Let you figure out what the problem is. Is that fair? Doesn't matter whether it's fair or not. That's just how life is going to be. All right? So you're going to find out a lot of times that you, when your wife gets upset, you're going to have all these weird emotions. You're going to have all these thoughts running through your head, which are going to create all these weird emotions. And these emotions, a lot of times, are going to be fear-based emotions. They're going to be the negative emotions. And so this is going to want us to try to fix the problem and really that's not going to fix anything if we go in there trying to you know get the wife to tell us what in the world we've done well eventually she's going to tell us and it's just going to make the problem just that much worse because we've pried it out of her we bugged her to the point to where she told us um she may be you know pissed off at you she's withholding sex they love to use sex as a as a weapon you know and you're trying to figure out well what it is that i did you know two weeks ago that's hacked her off because you know we were doing it you know every other every week and now we're it's been two weeks and nothing and she is not uh she is not just slapped on the chastity belt but she's thrown on three layers pajama pants and and uh, and and two sweatshirts to let me know that there is no access to, to to any of the 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 pleasure pile places on her on her body and so we start trying to do, we may try to come up with ways we spend extravagant amounts of money on, or we may say, just screw it and go off. And we may get mad and go get drunk. And we, any of this that we do is because we're trying to avoid the emotion that we have. So, but to avoid that emotion means that we have to stop trying to think of what the thought is, because again, I, your thoughts, create our emotions our emotions create our actions actions create our results if we are not being intentional with our thoughts we're going to go off and do something like go off to the friend's house or go to the bar and we're going to have a drink or two and then we may end up having some other girl come by and talk to us and all of a sudden we've got ourselves going down a path that is going to cause a whole lot of problems That we do not want and it causes us to lose all kinds of integrity with ourselves and with our friends and with our family and we don't want that. So it's better if you can actually learn how to gain control of your mind. And it's easy to say, it's tricky to figure out how to do and it's hard to do it all the time. But it's the easiest to say you have to live An intentional life. You have to be intentional in what you are doing, how you're acting, what you're, when something happens, what, you know, paying attention to what it is you're thinking so that you can actually process the thought, look at the emotion, embrace that emotion, let it run its course, and then step through that whole, whole emotional sensation, let it run its course. So on the other side, you're Okay you can see, oh, well, that was just a touch of anxiety because my wife is angry at me yet again. Or my kids are mad at me because I did X, Y, and or Z. Or I my, I went off screwed up and the boss just chewed my butt big time. You know, we're all going to have these bad times where if we're not having a intentional means of thought, we can allow ourselves to side, to slide off into areas we don't want to be. That could be in the field of, yeah, using drugs, using alcohol, but it also could be turning to porn, could be just watching television, eating overeating, to uh to anything, you know, anything that draws our attention away from the unpleasant feeling that we're having, that fear-based emotion. And so when we ha gain so how do we handle our mind? We do this by just gaining control of our mind, looking and paying attention to what it is we're thinking. Now, this is this is a skill. It is possible and it does take a little bit of work. It takes some practice because there's a lot of times you're going to find yourself getting really angry and pissed off and stomping around because something didn't go right and you're just and you can be angry and be okay with the fact that you're angry. But how you present that emotion is where the problem can either be fixed or can be made worse. So why do I, does our mind run like it does? Well, it it is based off of the fact that our mind has been used as a do not get killed device since it was created. Since it formed in somebody's head, you know, however many thousands of years ago. And it served us well. It served us incredibly well because, you know, if we saw something that did if we saw a dark cave, you know, it's like, all right, we got that touch of anxiety going. There's good chances. There's going to, we want to be ready for that bear that comes charging out. We want to be ready for that saber tooth tiger that comes charging out. Or we go into the, into the, uh, onto the Savannah and we see uh, an antelope out on the, uh, out in an area, but as we're walking close, all of a sudden you see some grass that's not moving with the wind. And, you know, we're on the other side, you see some more grass that's not moving with the wind and you're not, sh- it looks like they may be kind of turning towards you. What do you do? You know, this is stuff that your brain was designed to help mitigate and these emotions helped keep us alive. And it did it, it does it very, very well. But the problem is, is that we don't have saber-toothed tigers running around anymore. Most of us don't have a bear in our house unless it's a bearskin rug. And those are rare and few and far between. So nowadays, a lot of times our brain runs On automatic, it's going to turn to the negative. It's going to turn to the worst possible solution. It's going to turn to us thinking that, Oh, well, she doesn't want to have sex with me anymore because she's found another man and she's cheating on me and blah, 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 you know, and and she's having the same thoughts. She does the same thing as what you're doing just from the opposite direction. And we're used to just not paying attention to what our brains think. And then we wonder why our emotions gets whipped up to, you know, to the red line in no time flat. Why we fly off the, uh, off the handle because, you know, somebody pulled out in front of us and had to stop because the person in front of them had stopped and we barely missed the person we yell at him. Oh, ah, I almost killed you. Freaking idiot. You know, and we make all these, we look like idiots when we we're, we're pissed. If you've ever sat back and watched somebody who is really angry, watch Karen videos. I mean, come on. They, you know, these people are just completely lost their freaking mind and they're stomping around, throwing stuff, making, you know, complete and total idiot of themselves, all because they've let their mind just go and they live their life with very unintentional thoughts. They live their life in a means of emotional childhood. Our minds. Are powerful it is the basis of our reality you know it's not that it is reality it is because we can swear up and down one side of the and up down the other that we just stepped on a snake yet after a couple seconds we look down we see that that snake is actually just the water hose so was that snake real or was it the water hose the whole time in our mind it was a snake our our Lizard part of the brain immediately kicked in. It grabbed a hold of the uh, the controls and said, "Well, I'm driving, buddy," and went to, went into panic mode and hit that red button and <laughs> code red, code red. We're going on, and it does it wigs out like that to keep us alive. Yet we have this wonderful thing in the front of our brains, right you know, right behind our forehead, or in my case, an eight head. <laughs> we have this. Our brain has this wonderful ability to stop, look and listen. It will can take and Thoroughly process all the information that's coming in. Now, is it processing every single instance of information? No, it's grabbing what it feels is the most important and is slapping a, a, a picture together of what it is. Because remember, our brain is a prisoner inside our head and it can't see outside, it can't hear outside, it can't feel outside. It has to receive all those signals from other sensors within our body. So it's sitting here in the dark, going, yeah. Uh, according to what I'm picking up on the uh, on the ocular sensors here, we've got ourselves what looks like to be a snake on the ground, and you know, it's green and and it was definitely a solid object because our our we, I felt my heel roll whenever we stepped on it. So you know, it it's a snake. It's a snake. Warning! 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 Snake! And You know, then all of a sudden everything again goes crazy and we run, run wild. But what happens if you can gain control of your mind? Well, you don't run off the fly off the handle nearly as fast. You become that steady rock that your family needs. Not that you are a rock, but you become a anchoring point for your family as their lives get tossed to and fro, and you are able to stand still and help them to calm down, help them to see the truth as to what it is that they're wigging out about. So, but how do you do that? That is the big question, isn't it? That's that's how, how do we do all this? Well, there's a several different ways. I mean, there's not just, there's not one tried and true method, but there's a whole bunch of little, Tried and true methods that when you put them together, it becomes really powerful. The biggest one is learning mindfulness. And now I, I get it. A lot of y'all, especially a lot of the, a lot of other religious people want to think that when they hear mindfulness and mindful meditation, that they're like, Oh, well, we're doing Hindu stuff now. We're, you know, we're praying to, you know, Shiva linga and everything else where well, you might as well become, start talking about Kali Ma and digging your hand to a person's chest. It's like, no, no, dude, first off, that's a, Freaking movie. All right. So no, that you don't have to worry about all that, but meditation does help you out, especially when you're being uh, doing a mindfulness meditation, which is you're just, you're not going to shut your brain off. You're, that's not what you're doing when you're having doing meditation. There are several different types of meditation and some of them are closer to being prayerful while others are just helping you maintain control of your mind. And when it comes to mindfulness meditation, what you're doing is you're letting your brain focus in on just one thing. Most of the time is the breathing in and breathing out the feeling of the air coming into your nose and the feeling of the air as it exits your mouth. You're sitting comfortably, your eyes are closed. So you're able to focus in on the air going in, They're going out and you take long, slow breaths so that as you're doing this, your brain has to, wants to be always thinking of something. So as you're breathing in and breathing out, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in Oh, that hair, the, your nose hair is tickling, breathing out. Oh, that reminds me of that time you were standing. You got blasted in the face with the air hose from your little brother breathing out. Breathing in and how your parents got angry. Oh, uh, angry! Your, your dad was angry. Sounded angry. Last time you talked to him, breathing out. I wonder what he was mad about. Breathing in, breathing out. Speaking of also angry. Why is your wife mad again? Breathing in. uh, Wait a minute. You're not focusing in on the breathing in the breathing out. You're now thinking about why your wife is angry. So what you do is when you realize breathing in, breathing out, Breathing in. Oh, the nose is t- air is tickling again. Drop the co- thought and you go back to it's breathing in air flowing in air flowing out and you keep your thoughts there. And it takes a, takes a bit of, of practice because you're always wanting your brain's always going to want to think. I, every time I do it, I'm, I can get about three, four, maybe even five minutes at the longest, but and that's a really long, long time for me most of the time it's about every 30 seconds it seems like i'm like thinking of something else random you know it's like ah, oh, okay, here here's a really good idea for a blog post or there's well, something you know we're always thinking of something and you know thinking man my butt uh, my my tailbones hurting i'm sitting on something that's not do it. it's not not meant to be sat on you know got a toy or whatever hanging out and we're just there's we always have these these thoughts and where our brain, like I said, is always wanting to be trying to process something. And what we're doing is we're not stopping our thinking. We're thinking about the air going in, the air going out, the air going in, the air going out. So meditation is good. Learn how to be mindful pay attention to and what mindfulness does for your gaining control of your mind is you start you start being able to notice when your brain goes off on wild tangents so all of a sudden you find yourself kind of angry it's like what the hell am I angry about you can go oh yeah I was thinking of that time that my wife threw the egg at me because she was mad and I was having a mental argument with her for the, for about that. And, you know, and all of a sudden you're, you're caught up with the anger and you're, uh, you're ready to hulk out. And it's not your wife isn't even around. You're just angry because you are having thoughts about something that happened in the past and your, your thoughts created that emotion. So being able to sit down and pay attention to what you're thinking allows for you to come to the next step where you're able to see. Where your, where your emotions are being created. And when you're doing that, you can actually start applying journaling. Journaling is a great tool because, and we can use journaling in several different fashions because one, we're taking all our thoughts that we have in our head about a circumstance. And I call this a thought download. And when you're doing thought downloads, you just grab a piece of paper, write down what the circumstance is. And the circumstance, if you don't know, is Just the facts. My wife yelled at me. No, that is a, you have a modifier, yelling. Because did she really yell or did she talk with just a lot of passion or is she just talking slightly elevated? You know, if somebody can come in and say, well, no, it wasn't really yelling. It was just, you know, talking very forcefully. Okay. Then that is a modifier. That is just a thought. So it may be that your wife said She is really pissed off at you. Okay. There you go. Write that down across the top and write, start writing all the thoughts that you have about that circumstance. Well, she's wrong. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Blah, 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Well, she gets mad at me a whole lot more. and, 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 And you write and fill that page up. If you need the other side of the page, keep writing until you have all those thoughts about that circumstance wrote down. If you need more pages, then go ahead. Grab another sheet of paper and keep her writing, keep writing until you get all the thought out. And what that does is, first off, it frees your brain up. All right, you're getting everything out of your head, putting it down on paper, because our brains suck at storing information, storing thoughts. And so, the best way that it it's able to keep the thought alive is to rethink it. And every time you rethink it, you keep getting angry about it. So, you know, the word ruminating, you're ruminating on that what happened last week. You know, you the guy came out of nowhere and hit your wife's wife's car and. Your Wife is okay, but she's, her back is a little sore. And you, oh, every time you think of that damn dude, he, you just want to just strangle him. What if I had been in the passenger seat, you would have, I would have throttled the crap out of that guy. Oh no, you probably been in traction because the side of the car got pretty real, well rumpled. So, you know, you can, you think about it all you want and it got, it gets you angry every time you think about it. But because you're able to ride it out, you can allow yourself to see what it is you're actually thinking so when you write the have everything done then you can look through and go hey that's a that's a thought that serves me that's a thought that doesn't serve you can start choosing hey i like this thought i don't want this thought i'm going to get rid of this thought and not ever have that thought anymore and it takes work but you can do that journaling is great for that because you're then also able to take all those thought downloads and put them into sentence form and share them as actual thoughts now, a great way to help if you find yourself you find that your mind has just you know gone off and you're angry at something, somebody, you know, the salesman sold you a you know a set of of, of knives and you got nothing but a bunch of spoons. Well, you're you're I'm going to go tell him give him a what for blah 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 blah. Well, first off, okay, yeah, you can go do that or you could stop and breathe. Breathing allows your your mind. You're thinking part of your mind to regain control. And that's one of the reasons why when you get angry, you don't breathe right. You, you know, you start kind of, you're taking really short, shallow breaths when you're angry. When you're feeling a, a fear based emotion, you're starting to, you're breathing a lot shallower. While if you're in a love based emotion, you're breathing a lot deeper and your brain is a lot more settled. So you want to make sure that you have slow, deep breaths. leans back into meditation. It allows your brain to shift back into thinking mode instead of reaction mode. Another thing you can do that will help you if you're having problems maintaining, controlling your thoughts, controlling what you're thinking, is talk to your band of brothers again utilize that that pillar that pillar is there because they are there to help you your band of brothers your your friends in life are going to listen to the negative thoughts that you have and take those negative thoughts turn them into positive thoughts give those positive thoughts to you and change your life for the better but you have to have those those guys in your life another way is get out there and exercise you're angry because you've got too much damn energy 9 times out of 10 I swear if you go out you exercise you're going to find you're nowhere near as ragey <laughs> that's a word as if the as the the slackers who are just you know sitting around watching television all day and wondering why they're angry at everything well, it's because you're sitting around and watch television all day. Get out there, start go lift some weights. Go grab a big rock and throw it up and throw it around your your yard a bit. Uh, you know, grab a grab a couple tires and carry them on your back from one end of the yard to the other, or to the end of the uh, end of the block and back. Find ways of exercising, and burning that extra energy off. Do controlled violence. Hello, that's a great thing to do. Controlled violence will give you. Uh, Burn off all that excess energy in no time flat. And another way is go out and get coached. Man, we're, us coaches are there to help change your mind. We're going to take your, the thoughts that you have, show those thoughts to you. We're going to take them out, and, uh, out of your head and go, yeah, this is what you're thinking. Is this something you really want to think? And you can actually make a conscious decision of no. That's a really crappy way to think, isn't it? How would, how, how would I rather like to think? And you can start changing it. You can start changing those thoughts. Start looking at how those thoughts are sinking themselves into your world and make life so much better. So if you want, you get coached because coaching is a great way of accelerating your change. It might, it may take you 10 years, but if you get coached, it may only take a year and a half, two years. It might not even take that. It might only take six months. To be able to do that, you have to take the next step. And that's where things start getting real, is when you're willing to take the next step. Become a better man. Become the stronger man. Become the man that your wife wants, your kids need, and society is demanding. That happens when you get coached and that coaching comes about when you take the next step. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask them. You can shoot me an email over at Brian at relaxedmail.com. That's Brian with a Y, A N at relaxedmail.com. If you are interested in getting coached, go to relaxedmail.com forward slash coaching. Love to help you there. And also guys, if you liked anything about this show that just resonated with you, just struck a chord and is just like, dude, I've got to, sh- I've got to tell somebody about this, share this podcast out. That is one of the best ways you can help me to grow. And that's to share this out. Let the, the other men in your life know that, Hey, there is a show out there that is helping men become better men we are changing our thoughts we're changing our habits we're changing our minds we're becoming men that society right now is scared to death of but desperately wants us to be so guys with that i thank you very much for listening y'all take care see y'all next week till then bye